Hello, and welcome back to Sass Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Mary and Brian, and this is episode 70. It's almost Halloween. Yep, I am super excited. Officially one day until Halloween. And uh, anything interesting happened with you this week, Mary? Um, Let's see. This week, I went to a weaving class with my mom. Um, I gave her this uh, circle weaving class for her birthday. And we went, it was at an artist house in Seattle, and... It was five hours long, which I was like, man, I'm going to get tired of weaving, but I didn't. And the class like flew by and then um, we ran out of time. And so she let us take some more yarn and string. And then my mom and I weaved for like a few more hours after we got home to finish. So that was really fun. Wow. And... That sounds. Yeah. You weren't tired. Were your hands tired afterwards or. No, I have it hung up in my apartment now. I really like how it turned out. Um, also I, uh, went to Ikea with my mom on Sunday and, um, I didn't realize that they had live plants there, but they have live plants and they're really cheap. I got, we got a plant in a pot for $7 total and it's really cool. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and then lastly, got some sad news. Uh, the Jimmy John's that's a block from my apartment randomly closed, uh, just suddenly it closed, and so now there's not a Jimmy John's that delivers to my apartment, so. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's very sad. So, uh, do the other apps that deliver food, could they go to Jimmy John's? Or no. Jimmy John's does not do that. Only Jimmy John's delivers Jimmy John's. Gotcha. Have that you not seen sense. the ads for Jimmy John's? They only deliver within, like, a five-mile radius, and I think the closest one to me is um, by UW now. Oh, that's yeah. uh that's a bummer. So what are you gonna get for your sandwiches? Are you gonna have to like cheat on Jimmy John's and go to Subway or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I haven't figured out my new plan yet. But Oh man, this is this is actually a pretty big deal. You you love your Jimmy John's. I know. I was like, Ugh, dang it. Um, but it's okay, I'll make it through it. Um, how's your week? Well, uh let's first start off by saying Something important arrived for you, Mary, oh, yes. as part of my year week, or both of our weeks. My my present to you finally arrived. Uh, I'm not sure what day it was, but it that was, was it was at least a good week Saturday. after your birthday. It okay, was, yeah, Saturday. Let's see. So that was the 26th. So that was like 11 days after my birthday. 11 days. Yeah. Okay. So um, the present finally arrived. Yeah, it was for the record, some, international shipping. So it, was it took not a while. International shipping. It came from Indiana, according to the box. But yes. I really liked the present. <laughs> um, it uh, was magnetic concrete planters. So I put some little succulents that I have into these pots, and now they're on the refrigerator. And they're really cool. But yeah, they definitely yep. did not come from out of the country, Brian. But I, I saw the box that says Indiana. I, I, I'm telling you right now, I think the box was made in Indiana or something. <laughs> Because it totally came from no, it said uh, the return address the UK. Was Indiana, and then <laughs> okay, the, okay. the packing slip also said Indiana. So I don't know. I'll have to from. I'll have to find like the the receipt of like it f- traveling across the 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 Atlantic just just <laughs> to go to your apartment. But anyways, that's only part of uh, this week for me, mm-hmm. which is more of a this week for you. But uh, so today something very sad happened to me. It was the first day that it was under 50 degrees 
in San Antonio. You're fine. And oh my goodness, it was actually pretty cold. Like, Brian, just think for like basically the last seven years in Spokane, you've been there, and it, today in Spokane, it was like 20 degrees. Yeah, that is true. That so, is true. So I'm I'm a little immune to it. So. No, you're not immune to it at all. I just am saying, <laughs> don't. Be I so, should be like, used to it. But yeah, well, don't I'm be not. so mad about it being 50 degrees. That's pretty warm. Yes, that is true compared to the Spokane freezing weather. That yeah. is very true. But, you know, it just got me thinking, you know, since Halloween's tomorrow, how good I've had it, you know, doing Halloween in like Southern California, where you don't even have to worry about it being cold. You're just out in your costume. You know, it could be like the most loose, you know, non airtight, non, uh, you know. Right. How snug costume you, out there. You never even lived in Southern California when you were the age of trick-or-treating. Hey, I lived in Southern California for, I guess, high school. Yeah, yeah. that's a little old. Okay, that's true. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> but, you know, I, when I was younger and I lived in North Carolina, you know, cold. You're, too, you're too young to realize that it's cold, I think. <laughs> and you're just so excited to eat candy that you don't even notice the cold. So... Only adults get to complain about the cold. That's that's my new theory. And yes, I get to complain about the cold. Um, let's see what else happened this week. Uh, there's some other things that are going on, but I'm going to hold off on that until uh, future podcasts. Uh, I'll be a little oh, wow. cryptic. Oh wow, so here. mysterious. Yes, uh, very mysterious. So basically, oh oh, also, um, I did mention that I would be getting my. Uh, uh, not, oh my god! I almost said Christmas, uh, Halloween candy for for the kids in the neighborhood because there are a bunch of kids and you know they make a lot of noise. Let me tell you, I'm trying not to be like a Grinch, but they do make a lot of noise. <laughs> and uh, yes, I have gotten my Reese's peanut butter cups, not pieces, because like I said before, we don't want them to choke. What? Yes, we don't, because you know they're tiny little, the tiny little. They're pieces. just like M M&M and M size, Brian. Yeah, they're they're cho- you could choke on them Anyways. if you. Don't know what you're doing. All right, but but I got the cuffs and uh, we're all good. I have not gotten any costumes for Frodo yet. Although I'm thinking, if it's unfortunately I don't have any like spare jewelry. If I had some spare jewelry, I'd put a ring around his neck because he what? was named after. He was named after Frodo from Lord of the Rings. His neck yeah. is not so skinny that you could put a ring around his neck. No, not, not like like a little chain with a ring around it. Okay. Yes, like in Lord of the. Oh, you haven't seen that very. Ugh. Tisk tisk. All right. Anyways, uh, that's that's what I've been up to. Uh, and uh, let's get into the podcast. Yeah. So our first first, we're gonna go over some uh, bad reviews that we found funny or bad reviews on Amazon, Yelp, whatever. Um, so Ryan, do you want to just go back and forth, and we can say a few of ours? Right. So uh, most of mine are just bizarre and funny. Yeah. I don't have that many bad reviews. Uh, so let me. Uh, Go ahead and read my first one. So this is a horse head mask. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone's seen like a picture of these horse head masks before. It's just a, you know, a mask with a horse's face. <laughs> and uh, this has got five out of five stars. And this wow. is from Amazon by John Neal. And he said, this saved my life. When I turned uh, state's witness, they didn't have enough money to put me into witness protection program. So they bought me this mask and gave me a list of suggested places to move. Since then, I lived my life in peace and safety, knowing my identity is forever obscured by this life-saving item. And, you know, I thought that was pretty funny. And, uh, you know, 
nobody will ever know who's under that horse horse mask. <laughs> yeah. Okay, All one right. that I have is for a gigantic beach ball. Um, the title of the review is A Fun Way to Ruin a Weekend and Blow 100 Bucks. We took this ball to the beach after it took almost two hours to pump it up. We got to push it around for about 10 fun-filled minutes. That was when the wind picked up and sent it hurtling down the beach at about 40 knots. It destroyed everything in its path. Children screamed in terror at the giant inflatable monster that crushed their sandcastles. Grown men were knocked down trying to save their families. The faster we chased it, the faster it rolled. It was like it was, like it was mocking us. Eventually, we had to stop running after it because it, its path of injury and destruction was going to cost us a fortune in legal fees. Rumor has it, it can still be seen stalking innocent families on the Florida panhandle. We lost it in South Carolina, so there is something to be said about its durability. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That is that is quite the review. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so time for my next review. And this is a, a short one, but I found this pretty funny. Um, have you seen the movie Silence of the Lambs, Mary? No. By any chance? Okay. Well, it's basically a horror movie where there is a more or less a serial killer that abducts people and makes coats out of their skin. So it's pretty gross, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not for children. It's not for uh, anyone that's really not into the genre of, you know, a scary serial killer movies. Uh, And I'm definitely not into that. And this person uh, apparently bought the movie Silence of the Lambs because... Uh, you know, it, it was about, they thought it was about lambs. <laughs> so they wrote a very angry review on Amazon. They're like, what the heck? There are no lambs in this movie. This movie is terrible. I showed this to my 10-year-old. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah. I suggest don't judge a book or a movie by its cover. It's probably or its misleading. Title. Or its title. Although, really, the cover is probably what you're actually <laughs> supposed to judge it by, initially at least but don't put like all of your judgment into the cover that that's my advice Mm -hmm. and uh probably look at the movie rating before showing it to your kids (laughs) yeah okay so the next one that i have is for a banana slicer um the title of this review is saved my marriage five stars what can i say about the 571b banana slicer that hasn't already been said about the wheel penicillin or the phone iphone this is one of the greatest inventions of all time My husband and I would argue constantly over who had to cut the day's banana slices. It's one of those chores no one wants to do. You know the old, I spent the entire day rearing our children. Maybe you can pitch in and cut these bananas. And of course, you think I have the energy to slave over your bananas? I worked a (laughs) 12-hour shift just to come home to this. These are the things that can destroy an entire relationship. It got to the point where our children could sense the tension. The minute I heard our six-year-old in her bedroom reenacting our daily banana fight with her her Barbie dolls, I knew we had to make a change. (laughs) That's when I found the 571B banana slicer. Our marriage has never been healthier, and we've even incorporated it into our our, um, slicing other fruits. Thanks, 571 banana slicer. Wow, that is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, You know, I'm pretty sure you won't have to worry about uh, having an argument over who's slicing the bananas, yeah. it might be written into your, uh, you know, the marriage deeds <laughs> that there will be no banana eating around you. <laughs> yeah, I don't like bananas. Yeah, not a big fan of bananas. Well, That's hilarious. Saved a marriage with a banana slicer. Yep. All right, so here's my last one, and I think this was the best one. So this is a one-star review about the book. Where is my ba- or where is baby's belly button? 
mm-hmm. and it's showing a picture with a baby and uh, you know his belly button on his belly um, on the cover. And here it is. So this book is completely misleading. The entire plot revolves around finding baby's belly button. The title makes this uh, much clearer from the beginning. However, there is no mystery, no twist. Baby's belly button is right where it's supposed to be. It's on baby's belly. <laughs> right where it clearly shows you on the cover of the book. Cover of the book is in caps, so they're very angry in this review. This plot is a complete mess as a result of its reliance on the mystery of where baby's belly button is. Everything falls apart the second you realize that baby's belly button was in plain sight all along. There's no conflict, no character development, no, and there's scarcely any plot. Whoever wrote this book must have a serious error in judgment because whoever, uh, let's see, because you would have to be an infant to not immediately understand where baby's belly button is. This is one of the worst pieces of literature I've ever read. Wow. <laughs> so I guess, uh, you know, probably some ki- mom or dad was reading where's baby's belly button to their kid and their kid probably just recognized it was on the cover. <laughs> so I guess they got angry and probably didn't read the rest of the book because that was kind of redundant at that point. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, once again, uh, maybe you can't judge a book by its cover because Baby's Belly Bud is on Baby's Belly. <laughs> oh, that's a smart kid. Yeah, very smart kid. He's going okay. places. For my last review, I'm going to talk about this is um, for a Subaru Crosstrek. Purchased a brand new 2019 Subaru Crosstrek about two weeks ago here and have had awful customer service ever since. I got a car with EyeSight technology, yet none of the dealers could figure out how to set the clock, a basic feature of the car. I did their job later and read the manual to figure it out myself. Right before driving my car off the lot, my dealer got a scratch on the bumper. I took this news fairly well, and there was a promise to get a call the next business day to get it in for service. I did not receive a call for not one, not two, but three business days when I took matters into my own hands and called them back myself. I also never heard back from my dealer to check in on how things were going and apologize for scratching my car. To make matters worse, I, it took them seven days to get my car back to me, and even when I got it, it was not washed or vacuumed like they told me every service would have. I absolutely love my car, but I would not recommend this dealership to anyone. Go to Walker's Subaru of Renton instead. And Oh, man. <laughs> that, was, that was a bad one, and guess who wrote that one? I wrote that review last year when I bought my car. Oh, dang, Mary. <laughs> You know how to put out a good review because yeah. a bad review, actually, a bad review of someone else. And I, I just love the fact that you, you publicly advertise a different dealership in your review. Yeah, I mean, that's the best way to do it. Come on. Oh, my goodness. I do not want to be on your bad side. That was that was scary. Luckily, we've only had positive reviews for our podcast. So thank you, everyone, for that. Four of my favorite things are Shark Tank, Socks, social justice, and saving money. What's one product that can get you all of that? Bombas. Bombas was featured on Shark Tank in 2014. They have re-engineered the sock to make the best and most comfortable socks I've ever worn. My family all loves Bombas and wears them all the time too. Socks are the number one most requested clothing item in homeless shelters, so with every pair of socks sold, they donate a pair of socks to a homeless shelter as well. So far, Bombas has donated over 25 million pairs of socks. You can get 25% off your first order by going to sassstorysarcasm.com slash bombas. That's B-O-M-B-A-S.
Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Audible has an unmatched selection of audiobooks with titles from every genre. Audible titles play on nearly any device and allows you to listen to your favorite audiobooks anytime, anywhere. You can even switch between devices and it'll play from where you left off. Sass Stories and Sarcasm listeners can get a 30-day membership trial that includes one free audiobook of your choice. Just go to audibletrial.com slash podcast to start your trial and choose your book today. Okay, so now we're going to give you a little news update. Uh, a couple podcasts ago, we basically uh, explained that California had a new law for the NCAA regarding student-athletes and how they could accept uh, money from mm-hmm. sponsors. Um, so this basically forced the NCAA to do something about it because they didn't want the imbalance of students to all basically be going to California. So on Tuesday, they came out with a new law that said that they would be now allowing students to be compensated. However, this is very vague, right? And they wanted to make it clear that they still want to distinguish the difference between professional athletes and student athletes. So they basically do not want them to be paid by uh, schools, right? So they will not be ever be treated as employees by the school. So Kevin Pangos will never be like a student worker or whatever. Kevin yeah, Pangos. If he was still in school. Yeah, I was like, he graduated. Like- if, if, if he was still in school, that, that, that is an example. Or anyone, really. Any, any basketball player, they would not be considered like a student worker. They would just, the only way they'd be making money so far is from endorsements. So this would most likely be, uh, you know, like the top basketball players. Uh, so uh, do you have any initial thoughts on this, Mary? Or- I mean, I wouldn't say that they're not student employees for the, at least for the ones getting scholarships, like they're getting compensated in the form of a college education. True. I mean, not all of them get scholarships and, you know, yeah, most of, of them don't. Yeah. Most don't in like D2 and D3 teams. They don't for sure. But I mean, they're, they are getting compensated in other ways. I mean, but yeah, I think this is, could be good. Yeah, I think this could be good, too. Once again, this is very vague. So they basically just reannounced what California basically said they would do. So they haven't lit, laid down, um, you know, like restrictions yet, which is which is going to come. This is this is rather new, sto- new news story. And uh, I got a quote from good old Mick Romney just because I thought it'd be funny. He was the only uh, person that so far has commented on this. And he's not in favor of this. Mitt Romney says we can't have student athletes driving around on campus with Ferraris. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know i don't know what you marry but you know if some of the student athletes are driving around in ferraris i don't think it would bother me would it be bothering to you i mean no but also i was thinking about this you know how like zach collins was the first one and done in gonzaga history and Rui just left a lot of um basketball players are leaving to go to the nba i wonder if this will Let it make them stay yeah but maybe for like you know another another year or something um, just to, just because they're getting paid potentially, like they have the opportunity to get paid and do some right. endorsements that they that might not have the opportunity to do once they get out of college. Um, I mean, obviously there's some players who are just really good and want to go to the NBA and, but there's plenty of good athletes who are really good college athletes who are never going to make it to the professionals. Um, so giving them the opportunity, I mean, they play overseas or something maybe, but um, 
giving them the yeah, opportunity them to make some up. money while in college, um, kind of build their brand while they're in college could be a yeah. okay thing. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And just to remind everyone, uh, people consider Michael Jordan one of the, if not the best basketball player to play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he went to college for four years. He didn't go straight to the NBA. Um, so I mean, and, plenty you know, of athletes are like that. But yeah, yeah. Plenty, most most athletes do go four years, mm-hmm. although there is like a trend where, you know, you like you go for one year and then you're you're off to the NBA. This might have an interesting effect on that trend, considering, you know, like like you said, uh, you know, if money is tight and you're a good player, uh, you know, you might not instantly need to go off to the NBA and you can mm-hmm. enjoy a, an extra year of college with, you know, your friends or whatever and get your so, degree and get at least an associates or at least two years towards your degree or, or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, instead so. of like coming back to get your degree later and a few, you know, years later after you're, you try to have a career, professional career, right? right whether you're successful true. or not and you want to come back. But yeah, it's just going to be interesting to see how it affects players' decisions of what they decide to do. Like I know there's a few Zags that left this year and are coming back for, I mean, they might not have made, the NBA or whatever they wanted to do. So, um, yeah, like I wonder if they would have even tried if they had the opportunity to make some money before. Yeah, I totally agree. And you know what they also should change now that we're on this subject is they should change the rule where I think if, if you try out for the NBA, then you can't come back to college or something like that. Well, if you, I, I, I think it's, if you hire, if it's like you can't some players can and some players can't if you like hire an agent or something like that yeah then yeah. you're not able to but if you don't then you can like killian yeah, that's tilly. a silly rule killian tilly classic example yes um, uh, poor, poor tilly yeah <laughs> i think we say that like every episode but hopefully he'll be strong in a few weeks and yeah we, we're rooting for you i think we said that last week um mm-hmm. now for our last segment of the podcast we're gonna go over the year 2011. So if you missed last week, we're going through year by year through the entire decade um, and just talking about the top pop culture um, moments and um, other important things that happened that year. And we actually timed it perfectly. Our 2019 will happen on the last week of December and then maybe on January. In January, we'll talk about... um, you know, the difference of a movie ticket price from 2010 to 2020 or the price of gas over the, the 10 years. I think that'd be kind of interesting to see. Yeah, let's see if uh, there's some inflation or something like that happen. Yeah. Okay, so for this week, we'll go over 2011. Um, the top songs of the year were Rolling in the Deep by Adele, We Found Love by Rihanna, and Sexy and I Know It by LMFAO. <laughs> I only know Sexy and I Know It. <laughs> That was a really big song um, senior year of high school. Yeah, they played that like nonstop at my prom. And I'm like, oh, wow. okay, how are you supposed to dance to this? Is this like, this is definitely not like a slow dancing song. <laughs> um, the teachers at my high school did a flash mob and they danced to this song. Nice. Uh, that's got to be a sight to see. It was very funny. <laughs> um, the biggest movies of the year were Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part 2. So that was the end of the Harry Potter, Harry Potter movies. Um, so it's been like nine years since the last Harry Potter movie came out. Um, Transformers, Dark of the Moon, um, and Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. Um, And then another really popular movie this year, 2011, was Bridesmaids. Um, And then lastly, the NCAA basketball champions this year were Alabama. 
just like 2010, um, in 2011, Angry Birds was still a super popular app. That was like the most popular app of the year again. Um, other important things that happened this year were the royal wedding. Um, William and Kate got married. That was all over the TV for weeks. Um, Oprah had her final episode. Harry Potter no. ended. Yeah, Harry <laughs> Potter ended, which is like something I mentioned before. Um, right. Some world news. The Jap- Japan tsunami happened. Um, the U.S. killed Osama bin Laden. Steve Jobs died. Gabby Gifford got shot. And Kim Kardashian was married for 72 days. Lots of... Oh, my gosh. I remember that 72-day th- thing. That was, like, such a scandal. <laughs> yeah. Um, the chop- and then... Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to note that uh, they're still cleaning up uh, the Fukushima reactor in Japan. That, yeah. That's basically what you're talking about. Um, I think mm-hmm. that was the tsunami yep. that hit the nuclear power plant. So, yeah. Um, the top three TV shows were Sunday Night Football, NCIS, and Dancing with the Stars. Um, American Idol got moved... Um, from one to four, ooh, from 2010 to 2011, um, the average price for a 30-second spot in the Super Bowl was 3.5 million dollars, which was up from um, 2010. It was 3.1 million, so it went up actually quite significantly in just a year. For 30 seconds? Yep. Wow, that is people pay good money for that spot. Oh yeah. Um, some popular music artists this year were Adele, Beyonce, Britney Spears, Bruno Mars, Coldplay, Chris Brown, Justin Bieber, Kelly Clarkson, Taylor Swift, and Maroon 5. So I'd say all of them are still popular. So good job, guys. You've kept your careers going. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to keep, uh, you know, these kind of things going. Oh, for sometimes sure, yeah. there's just like burnout and like people just get tired of listening to you. <laughs> yeah. So that's all I have about 2011. And uh, this is when we were ending our junior year of high school, starting senior year of college or high school, uh, applying for colleges. Uh, yeah. All that good stuff. Taking the SAT. Yep. Oh, and yeah. uh, doing the SAT prep. Did you ever do some SAT prep? I took one of the, one of those classes. Mm-hmm. I did some. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, 2011. Next uh, week, we'll cover 2012. But until then... Everyone have a happy Halloween. Stay safe. Eat a lot of candy. And, uh, uh, yeah, eat a lot of candy. And uh, make sure to check your candy, too, for uh, not opened candy. Okay, Brian, no, none that. of our listeners are trick-or-treating. Everyone is old enough <laughs> well, to Maybe they have kids, you know? Check your kids' candy. Yeah, you know? okay. That's there fine. you go. But everyone, just all times of the year, please check your candy. Yeah, that, too. Okay. And, yeah, next time we talk, we'll... It'll be in November. Okay, bye. Bye.